This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 54 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today it's cookie time. We have cookie experts, cookie connoisseurs, cookie something. Get on with it, Charlie. We have Chloe's Cookies, the owners of Chloe's Cookies, Ken and Cheryl Weiner. So Ken and Cheryl, welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Thanks for having us. Absolutely, man. Just just say cookie and I'm there. So uh, yeah, let's let's talk cookies. Tell us about Chloe's Cookies. So uh, Chloe's Cookies got started about uh, almost two years ago now. It uh, started with a visit to New York with our kids and ended up with uh, Chloe's Cookies about uh, probably eight to 10 months later. Wow. We, we, um, we were eating cookies in New York and... I said I thought I could make a better cookie, uh, so I started messing around with dough and cookies and chocolate and started giving them out to my friends, and pretty soon somebody said, you should be selling cookies, and I said, no, that's silly, and then I called a friend of ours, Harold Bailink from Harold's, um, and I said, can I sit down with you? Uh-huh. And he said, sure, so we met at Starbucks. I gave him a few cookies, and he said, I think you could be selling cookies all day long. Oh, my. Very cool. <laughs> so, well, um, I, I mean, I want to give anything away, but what kind of cookies were you eating in, in New York that weren't kind of up the grade? Well, they were actually great cookies. So, yeah. so, <laughs> they, they weren't Chloe's. They, no, weren't, they Chloe. weren't Chloe's, and they were terrific cookies. <laughs> um, but I still thought I might be able to make a better cookie, and it's a different cookie than than their cookies. So what you need to know is Ken is a great cook, and he's very passionate about everything he does, and he goes the extra mile. So it was no surprise when he took a bite of the cookie and he looked at our sons who live there and said, this is really good, but I can do better than this. And so now we have these four ounce cookies uh-huh. and we have over 28 flavors now. I think that's great. And we are in the cookie business. Oh my Lord. So how does one come up with a cookie flavor? Let's, let's, I'm, I'm sure our listeners are wondering that. Well, so you start with a chocolate chip cookie and, that is the most pop- and that's the most popular cookie in the world. So then you start thinking about what are other favorite types of cookies? Second best cookie that people love the most is a peanut butter cookie. So what could be better than a peanut butter and chocolate chip cookie? Hmm. Yeah. So next became, um, I I can't remember what the third flavor was. Double chocolate chip sea salt. So there you go. Oh, wow. And and then it was... um, I don't know, oatmeal caramel sea salt. So the oatmeal caramel sea salt is is interesting. That is a gluten-free cookie. We are not a gluten-free or a nut-free kitchen, but Mm. it is a gluten-free cookie. And it is one of our most popular cookies. It's just awesome. So that led into many other flavors, including vegan, which we have. And we get calls. Well, can you do this? Can you do that? And Ken always says, I'll give it a try. And he does. Wow. 
our first cookie took uh, the the peanut butter cookie took probably uh, eight weeks to to master, and we have people actually come over to our house and taste cookies with us. We do tasting, so like you would taste wine, we taste cookies to make sure that we get the right flavors that people really enjoy and that they have. Um, you know, it's like food, a, bulk, a multiple of flavors, not just a single flavor. Um, and it has a distinctive uh, taste and flavor to it. Wow. So help us out then. If you truly want to enjoy the full cookie flavor experience, what beverage should we be using pairing with the cookie? So there's multiples. <laughs> you are amazing. <laughs> so I, you know, coffee for a lot of people obviously is the uh -huh. natural, and coffee brings out the flavor of chocolate. Hmm. But red wine is also a good choice. I would have never guessed. Really? Yes. We just go with everything. And then milk for our younger friends. So we actually have a couple varieties that we came out for the holidays that actually have alcohol in them. So, um, but we save those for adults only. It's more of an adult only. Uh, it's a rum collection. We paired with one of the local distilleries using their rums. Okay. And nice. That, that has been very popular actually, but we only do those for the holidays. Okay. So, so if there's one cookie that you just thought, hey, what the heck, let's give it a go. Probably no one will even like this, but... It worked out that, wow, people actually like this flavor variety. Anything come to mind? Yeah, I would have to say the PBJ, the peanut butter and jelly cookies. <laughs> wow. Our daughter-in-law actually said that we should never make that cookie again. She didn't like it. But we come back, uh, we were doing, um, uh, we were selling cookies at uh, Chico's actually. And um, they're always looking for they were looking for the PBJ cookies. They love them. So oh everybody has a different favorite. You know, you can never trust family. You know, it's no, just no. <laughs> it's a very good cook in her own right. And she loves the double chocolate chip sea salt. Oh, that sounds delicious. Wow. And I, I love the fact that you have the, uh, you know, you've touching on the gluten piece and the vegan piece because that, I, I you, you would know better than me but that's a population that seems to be growing and growing i know i'm i'm one that just you know when i was younger the gluten not a big deal but now it's, it's just it's painful for for me personally so that's uh that's good you have other options and because you know life is too sure to go cookie-less it's just not we can't have it <laughs> we agree with you 100 <laughs> percent but we have a lot of people who love our gluten-free cookie who are not gluten-free. Yeah. Wow. So, wow. Boy, that's, that's, that's a test of a good cookie. Well, we hope so. Uh, it's actually, it's what everybody else thinks, not what we, we necessarily think. Yeah. How about myths? What myths are out there in the cookie world that you can dispel for us? Um. Well, I, I think you can dispel the idea that they have to be overly sweet and that they can't really be a, a decadent piece of uh, real dessert. Mm. So our first cookies were actually tried out at Harold's. He was kind enough to bring them into his restaurant. 
and he sold them as a competing uh, dessert with his own desserts that he made himself. Oh my goodness. So, you know, we found out that people were actually willing to go into a high-end restaurant, pay for what you think about as a bought cookie, you know, a, a cookie that comes out of a bag. And we have tried to take it to a new level uh, that, that is really a gourmet product. Mm-hmm. So any uh, talk of expansion, you know, cookie bags somewhere appearing at your local grocery or something like that, or is that? So we are currently under cottage law, which means we sell locally. Mm -hmm. We cannot sell wholesale and we cannot ship. We would like to get into a commercial kitchen, which would enable us to do both of those things. Uh, getting into a grocery store as a bagged item would be tough because our cookies are promoted as fresh out of the oven. Now, we do uh, package cookies for people that do travel with them. We've done that a number of times. We've done it. Uh, we've done a number of donations to the hospitals with the coronavirus, and we are packaging those. They, each cookie gets packaged mm -hmm. individually. But on the cookie, there's reheating instructions. So if you like it warm right out of the oven fresh, it will tell you how to do that. So we're really a, a fresher market type cookie. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. So then do you find uh, you get requests for, for seasonal folks who, who leave that they like stock up uh, before they go? <laughs> we, we do. We get people that order several dozen and then they go in the freezer or they'll ask, them to put, ask us to put them in wrappers, yeah. which we do. An interesting part of our business is we get a lot of out-of-state orders for local delivery. Mm. And it amazes me. Um, just in the last two weeks, we've had several from Texas. Mm. We've had Delaware. We've had Ohio, New York, uh, Wisconsin. Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Washington yeah. State. Washington State. Wow. And it's very interesting that they're finding little Chloe's cookies in Fort Myers. Wow. Very, very cool. All right. Well, let's uh, talk about when you guys aren't doing the cookie thing. What else are you doing? What are you doing for fun? Fun is making cookies. I was going to say, I mean, it doesn't get any better than that, yeah. right? <laughs> so when you deliver a cookie, people are just always smiling. And so it is just really pleasurable to be able to deliver a dozen cookies or two dozen cookies to somebody and then hear that they enjoyed the cookies. And very often we do get emails from people that just say they just really enjoyed our product. So the interesting thing that we found, we uh, when we're not making cookies, we're in real estate development, construction, property management. When we're making cookies, and we've done some farmer markets, we've done the, uh, the um, wine and food fest down in Naples, uh, last fall, uh, we've done, we do a lot at, well, we have done a lot, not right now, obviously, at Edison Ford. We've done some of the breweries. And what we found is everybody's nice. It doesn't matter if you're at a farmer's market and someone else is selling baked goods two, two doors down. Everybody's nice to each other. There's no competition. Everybody's happy with the cookies. It's truly a pleasant experience. And you meet a lot of neat, interesting people. Mm -hmm. 
nobody's angry, nobody's upset, and we, we're meeting people we never would have met before. So it, it has really, you know, exponentially done so much. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of the, the theme of the Good Neighbor podcast here. You know, this is such a, a melting pot pot of, of folks that we just uh, doing an interview with uh, Ted Fitzpatrick, who, uh, you know, is another transplant and just commenting about how difficult it is to start a business when you, you don't know anyone. But, you know, that because of the open armedness, I, I call it of everyone here that it's it's just it feels like home. It feels like a community much faster than other places. Uh, so that's good to hear How about a hardship uh, could be personal business that you guys have kind of get gotten to the other side of it. What comes to mind? In this business, it, you know, we've been so lucky so far that I can't think that there's been really a hardship that we've had, except probably being able to get into the commercial kitchen, which is just something we are working toward. I mean, we're still very busy with our other businesses, so um, it it's okay. But that's really our next goal is to be able to open up that commercial kitchen and expand the business. Yeah, yeah. So, awesome. But, but everybody's been terrific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you probably would like to know who Chloe is. Well, let's. Uh, I, I know that people are wondering. Still <laughs> saying. Chloe, although I've been called Chloe several times. I have not been called Chloe. You know, I, 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 I'm glad you, you brought that up, Cheryl, because Barb spoiled it for me. So I know the answer, but I know our listeners are wondering, who is Chloe? Where is Chloe? I want to hear Chloe. So fill us in. So, so Chloe is our rescue Dalmatian, who is um, just as sweet as can be. She's now about... Close to 14, we think. We don't know for because, sure. Because she's a rescue, we don't know. She's also yeah. a therapy dog and visits the hospitals or did. She doesn't do it quite so much anymore because as she's gotten older, it's a little harder for her to get around. I call her semi-retired right now. But she, she was the inspiration to some extent because um, this creates a legacy for Chloe. Wow. Very so, cool. And do you have uh, pictures of uh, Chloe in, in, in the place? or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the website, in our packaging. And we should mention we do have another dog, Winnie, who is a bull wawa. She's also a rescue. Yeah, also a rescue. Wawa. Also a rescue and a therapy dog. Yeah, yeah. One day we'll have something named after her. <laughs> Jeez, love it, love it. So if there was one thing that I... Uh, you would share about Chloe's cookies that you wish everyone knew, what would that be? Oh, I'm, I'm seeing, so we're, we're doing this interview over the internet and we can see one another and I'm looking at a picture of, oh, Chloe. So that's what it, so what, what was the name of the, of, of Winnie. Winnie, the breed? A Bulwawa, she's a half a quarter Chihuahua. Okay, oh yeah, got it, got it, okay. We have a half Chihuahua as well, but the other side is, uh, I guess, a Dachshund. So, Aww. yeah, yeah. But so, what would it be if you wish uh, our listeners knew about Chloe's cookies? What comes to mind? 
So our tagline is sharing the love with chocolate. Ken came up with that. We're um, very proud of it. It's now a registered trademark. And that is really what we're doing. We're, we're sharing yeah. initially Ken's love with chocolate, but spreading it around. And uh, we just love seeing people enjoying the cookies. Uh, we'd love to grow this thing. As I mentioned, we're over 28 flavors. Ken is working on a breakfast cookie, uh, something with high protein. And a children's cookie. Mm. They cannot eat uh, eggs. They can't eat wheat. They can't sugar. eat sugar. So that's been a very difficult cookie. I've been probably working for about four months on that. But. We, we get requests when we meet people. They'll tell us mm -hmm. about their child or their grandchild. And can you do this? And so Ken does whatever he can to create it. Wow. Very difficult. I think the other thing that people would want to know about Chloe's cookies is that um, it, it is truly a labor of love and enjoyment. And unfortunately, the one thing that comes to mind that hasn't happened is not enough people share their cookies. We would love people to share more often, but they tend to eat the cook all the cookies by themselves. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's good. <laughs> Love it. So I know a lot of listeners, especially those in a car right now, are, are ready to hear how they can find you so that they can do the quick U-turn or whatever to get on over there. Chris, they're going, I need a cookie. I've got to experience these awesome cookies. Where do we send them? So they can go to chloescookies.com. They can call us at 239 206-1030. We do all the deliveries. We actually do the deliveries ourselves because we want to make sure that everything goes smoothly at this point. Uh, we try to accommodate any special orders. If it's not one of our featured flavors, but we have the availability, we'll do it. We do cookie cakes. We've done a number of different cookie cakes. The one thing I will tell your audience that we can't do that we've gotten a lot of calls for is specialized cookies. One was a ruby red slipper. Uh, I, I wanted to say, have you seen our cookies? They don't, they're really not conducive towards ruby red slippers. Uh, seashells, we've been asked, uh, monogrammed. But uh, other than that, flavor wise, I mean, we can come up with, just, I say we can, can come up with just about anything and does. And we would, we would love your listeners, if they have a suggestion, please send Pass us one. On. Send us one, and we will certainly try to make that cookie. Awesome. Awesome. I'm, I, I'm sure you're going to get quite a few. So we like so, that. Uh, you'll be very, very busy over the next few months. <laughs> I'm, I'm plenty busy, but I'm always uh, yeah. and getting busier and making more, more types of cookies, more varieties of cookies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome guys. Well, this has been a, uh, a wonderful, wonderful uh, interview, sweet as they say, and uh, really appreciate your time. And uh, I don't want to keep you out of the kitchen too long, Ken, because I know you've got something going on back there, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> so you guys have a wonderful day there. Tell Chloe we said hi, and I uh, look forward to catching up in the very near future. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.